Yeah, so I've never I've never watched Avatar: The Last Airbender, um, but it was it was kind of funny the reaction in the Slack to this post popping up about Uncle Uncle Iroh or something like that. Uh, one of yeah, our Iroh. one of our other mods said like, "Oh my God, do we have another post about a fictional character?" Um, which I I think is kind of funny, right? Because you know we're we do end up with a lot of those discussions where it's like you know. Uh, like what what pop culture property like shows you know positive examples of masculinity and you always get people talking about like you know Terry Crews on Brooklyn Nine-Nine or uh, various characters on um, I don't know Modern Family and stuff like that uh, and I don't know I, I think it speaks to you know the fact that it's it's unusual I think for people to be looking for those kind of examples and that like Hollywood isn't necessarily always great about doing that. You got the, like the doofy dad trope, you know, the, the Homer, the Homer Simpsons of the world. Well, is this, is this early Simpsons Homer or late Simpsons Homer? Yeah, no, I mean, it's you've got to, got to be specific with your examples here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it, I mean, on one hand, it, it can feel... I don't know, a little like old hat for us since we moderate all of these threads. But on the other hand, you know, the the examples that get brought up are usually pretty positive. You know, as long as we don't have to talk about uh, Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty like ever again. <laughs> yeah, this did this problem did come up when somebody brought up Goku from DBZ as an example and me, the anime nerd that I am. <laughs> I, I get I get the energy, but we're talking about a guy who, for the first twelve to fourteen years of his life, lived in the mountains, didn't know what women were, <laughs> never went never went to school, <laughs> eat doesn't get an education, eats, will straight up punch a dude just to see if he could block it. Right. <laughs> never got a job, and this is the guy that is most positive example of masculinity (laughs) but but he saved the world one time but that's literally only because he just happened to be there and he just happened to be the strongest guy and literally everybody else got (laughs) mollywhopped before he showed up so it's either him or just quit (laughs) (laughs) I mean you know who, who hasn't lived out in the mountains for a few years amongst us yeah, my right. great grandpappy did. Yeah, Goku. <laughs> Goku was the original uh, mythopoetic men's movement guy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might be a good one for April Fools, perhaps. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Men's Lib Modcast. We're back for our second episode. I'm Matthew, uh, aka Cicero's Assassin, joined again by my friend and co-moderator Delta Baryon. Hello, Delt. Hello. And for the first time on the show, we also are joined by our mutual friend and co-conspirator on Men's Lib, Bree Shark. Hey, Bree. Hello. Um, I also go by quote the most annoying mod on Reddit. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's some pretty tight competition for that title. There's a particular no, moderator no. of subreddit drama. <laughs> hey, 
Yeah, let, let's, not, let's not talk about him. <laughs> you should not be named. <laughs> so, yeah, we're back. This is our second episode. Um, we were pretty overwhelmed by the response to the first one. I, I just checked it before we started recording today, and uh, it's got almost 250 listens, which is, I think, really good for a first episode of a fairly niche topic podcast. Um, the the comments that we received uh, on Twitter and on Reddit were overwhelmingly positive, and I, I think it's going to be really cool to uh, have our members continue to interact with us on the show and give their give their perspectives on the topics we covered. Um, and if we have time, I'd like to jump into a couple of those comments in a little bit. But uh, I think we should just go straight into substance stuff. Um, you know, one of the things we wanted to do with this show was to spotlight some important topics or particularly good posts. And we, as always, had some really good posts in the past week. Uh, so does one of you fellows want to want to lead in to something you you thought was particularly good this week? That's fair. So I will um, continue in the tradition of talking about posts that I made and uh, (laughs) beating myself up there. So I think uh, one thing that maybe was a bit unclear when when this was posted is that this isn't actually new news. This this is something that's been around for a while, and the post was something that came out more as a reminder. Mm -hmm. But in Ireland... um, there is now a, a helpline for male victims of domestic abuse. So this this kind of ties into what we were talking about last week in that the part of what we're trying to do with the sub is, is make people aware of the resources that are available to them. Um, particularly, you know, we were talking about our lack of ability to, to help people with certain problems that they ha- might have. But one of the things that we can do is kind of point them at uh, people who do know what they're doing and might be able to help them. Oh, yeah, so I, I was I was just going to say, is, is that kind of a fair characterization of what's, uh, what that post kind of fits into? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, and uh, I had forgotten when this post went up, and it in, ended up being a, a very successful post, um, that, yeah, this, this helpline is something that we actually have had listed in, the, in our resources guide. Uh, for for quite a while, um, so yeah, so 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 one of my takeaways from that was maybe maybe we should I don't know shine a little bit more of a spotlight on some of those resources and and make sure that I, it's possible you know with all of the like the Reddit reskins that have been done and all of the the different ways that they've formatted and people people accessing Reddit more on mobile than they than they're accessing it uh, on desktop. You know, it's possible that a lot of our members don't even know that that resources guide exists and is like sitting there. Yeah, so maybe that's a good moment to actually talk about where you, the listener, can go and see our resources guide for men. Which, if you go to the sidebar on the right hand side, if you're on mobile, I think you need to swipe uh, with your right, you have to swipe from the right hand side of the screen over to the left to see it, I think. Uh, you can see it under. Resources for Men's Guide. We also have the Glossary of Common Terms, uh, a link to our Facebook page, which I think hasn't been updated since 1066. <laughs> right. And then there's also <laughs> there's also uh, some basic definitions and uh, a list of suicide hotlines for those for anyone that might need those as well. Uh, for the Reddit Fun app, I think you go to the top. The header bar uh, next to the name of the sub and the 
circle with the eye in the middle of it, you can click that and it'll have our sidebar there and then you could just go through that way. Right. Yeah, so I I, yeah. I thought that the the post was very successful and you had a lot of uh, just very positive responses saying, you know, like, this is great. You know, men who are victims of domestic abuse rather than the perpetrators of it do tend to be a fairly underserved population. And so it's it's great that, you know, these resources are they, they do exist, maybe not to the extent that we would like them to, but it's important that men who are in that kind of a position uh, have access to to that kind of support. Yeah, right. I think something else to bear in mind is that just because um, some somewhere like a shelter, for instance, might not put up might not be putting guys up in rooms overnight doesn't mean that they don't provide any services to men at all. So obviously that's something that needs dealing with, right? That's that's um, that's a case of being underserved. But if there is anyone listening who is in a situation where they need help, do go to these organisations to see what uh, you can get, because 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 there are there are very few that don't provide any services to men at all. Right, and and one thing I understand about um, certain domestic uh, violence shelters, um, even if they don't have. Even if the shelter itself mostly caters to women and children, often they have the resources to make sure that uh, a man fleeing domestic violence uh, is put up someplace safe. Um, they'll, you know, they, they'll, they'll put you up in a motel or something like that, you know, which means you, you may not necessarily have the uh, like the on site resources, but there is actually an opportunity for you to, you know, get out of the situation and be safe for a little well, while. Well, as long as they have the money, right? This is right. the thing that it always comes down to. And chances are they'll probably have resources to other shelters that they're connected to that would better serve you. So it's not just you go to this one shelter and then if it doesn't work, well, you're shit out of luck, you know? Right. I'm pretty sure there's some camaraderie around, you know, this specific issue. They're all not just one island, you know? They're all fighting for one specific cause. So of course they have some connections between each other. So if you if one doesn't work out, you can go to the next one and the next one until you find one that actually works out. Yeah, that's right. And there's there's some networking of resources there. That's a good point. Well yeah, so so congrats, Delt. You uh you pretty much took the uh top post of the last week. Uh <laughs> once once again. <laughs> what about you, Bree? What, what what did you see uh, that you thought was that was particularly interesting this week. Yeah, so I found um, the one about brands and how they talk about mental health or how they don't talk about mental health to be uh, pretty interesting. Not because of the article itself, but the comments, you know, not necessarily critiquing the article, but critiquing the idea of brands leading the charge uh, to talking about men's issues in general. So there are examples of Nike, Gillette, um, I think Bonobos as well. Basically, the consensus was, okay, why are we relying on these multi-million dollar and sometimes multi-billion dollar corporations leading this all-important conversation when a lot of us can't even afford to indulge in uh, these products. And also because their motivations 
for talking about these issues, even if the results are quote unquote good, you still have to kind of be wary of where the motivations lie. And obviously it usually turns out that their motivation is money, selling a product and, you know, generating profits, whether that be for a good cause or a quote unquote bad cause, they'll go to where the money goes. And I think it speaks to this growing or maybe this what was previously dormant, but is now coming to the surface feeling of class consciousness that is being formed in the subreddit. Admittedly, class has been kind of some some of our weakest points in the sub in terms of how much we talk about it and we desperately need to talk about it. We've gotten better with race and sexual orientation and things like that, but you know, a lot of issues that affect men intersect almost intrinsically with class. So the fact that a lot of our commenters and subscribers are bringing these topics of class, you know, to the surface and explicitly talk about them, I think is a really good step and a really good thing to see. I absolutely agree, you know, and as a as a leftist myself, it warms my little my little anarcho syndicalist heart to see this kind of discussion coming about more uh, on the subreddit. So uh, before we started recording, we were talking in the Slack with uh, another one of our, our co-moderators, um, Initiate Penguin, um, who was uh, who was pointing out that, um, that the class-conscious narrative is coming about more lately because I think people are seeing sort of the, the collapse of the American dream, right? That uh, he says that... You know, mobility, mobility is stagnant because wages are stagnant, but your rent keeps increasing. People are taking on more student debt, you know, and these are all these are all issues that absolutely affect like anybody in the working class. And I mean that very broadly, like anybody who's a worker is is dealing with this. But also there's an intersection with men's issues in the sense that you know, I, I think it, it particularly impacts men in, in a way because of the societal expectations placed on men, right? That you're supposed to be the, the master of your own destiny and, you know, uh, you know, captain of industry. You're the you're the you hunted the mammoth, you know, and like now you find yourself in a in a position where your job isn't keep you know, your wages are not keeping up with your expenses um, you know, people are having to move back home or moving out later. Um, these, all of these things are are very much tied in with the the masculine role, and so it's no surprise that men in particular are feeling that uh, feeling that pinch in that sense of um, you know alienation from what what I was sold I was supposed to be and what my reality is. Um, and, and probably that feeds a lot into a lot of the, you know, mental health and substance abuse, uh, sort of things that we see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're told pretty much your whole life that your job is pretty much a reflection of you and you, you have to work for however many hours a day and then that's your life. Yeah, and, and, and it's your purpose. Your, that's the thing that you do. Exactly, exactly. It's the extension of your soul, your being. That this is, you know, you put your literal blood, sweat, and tears into this, and this is who you are. And it's supposed to. And the 
profit that you generate from that and the wages that you get from that is also a reflection of your actual worth. If you can't get, if you say lose your job or the wages that you get are subpar, well, of course you're going to do fall in depression, anxiety, and like you said, substance abuse, and you're left in this highly vulnerable, alienated state that makes you prime target for people who want to manipulate you. That's right. And this could be, this could be like a cult or a terror cell, if you want to get like that dire with oh, it. So or like <laughs> those two. Um, yeah, it, or, it definitely or it like makes a you, Nazi group. Yeah, it makes you um, much more easily manipulated by um, people who, as we discussed on uh, on the last episode, claim to have the script. Right. And sometimes, and sometimes the script is helpful, and sometimes the script is, you know, something that's a either a Trojan horse or just a, you know just a hop, skip, and a jump away from you know, very regressive, you know, harmful views that kind of continue to, to perpetuate those attitudes that are sort of at the at the heart of what's causing your problem to begin with. Yeah, and it it speaks to this thing where I guess a lot of guys are just afraid of any sort of ambiguity or uh, precariousness. So if you don't know where your next job is coming from and, you know, when next paycheck is going to come, you're going to look for something that is more definitive and something more concrete. Right. Um, so you're going to look for anybody that has a solid concrete answer um, versus somebody who just doesn't know, but is still trying to figure it out. You want those answers here and now, and you want some, you know, step-by-step twist up process that will actually get to, where it is you want and if there's some failure down the road well you could just excuse that by saying well i just didn't do it right or maybe i just just need to adjust it a little bit rather than just going off and saying okay well maybe i just kind of wing it you know right yeah or or they'll tell you you know they'll they'll give you someone to blame you know, which uh, exactly. I think, which I think feeds back toward um, sort of uh, so the the point that you were making about you know the role of these you know massive for profit corporations doing this sort of woke washing thing, where like ultimately mm-hmm. like they're they're also the ones who are propping up an economy and are propped up by an economy that kind of perpetuates <laughs> all of these all of these problems. Um, but they're going to use, you know, men's issues or, you know, positive masculinity or something as their new branding. Right. But but they're untrustworthy because if the wind were blowing the other direction and it was like, you know, like, no, actually, men need to be more, I don't know, abusive or something like that. It's it's kind of hard to picture, you know, what an ad like that would look like, but they would gladly do it. You know, if it turned out that that was sort of where the market was moving, they would gladly do that. It's not that these corporations don't necessarily care about these issues. It's just a good way to sell more razors. I mean, it's it's actually not that hard to look at it because, you know, Axe Buy Spray used to be the one company that was like, 
take this product and you have women falling over you just right. like instantly because L- literally like, melts panties off of women right exactly just you wearing the scent of a man and just you know and they they had terry cruz and you know other like hyper masculine figures to sell their product because they they thought that that's what men wanted to do and now they're pivoting to this message where a man can be whoever he wants and they can just just as long as they you know smell like they wear axe body spray <laughs> right so i think and i think yeah. that maybe it's a little bit sorry <laughs> uh, so uh, just one more thing but yeah you mentioned that uh uh they do need someone to blame and just want to say that yeah that pretty much works you know it's either women or immigrants that are you know taking your jobs or taking prop taking the wages away from you it's something else other than the person telling you that it's these people that are taking your wages away i think that's right so i think one thing that maybe is a little bit reassuring about the whole woke brands thing is that if if you binds the idea that they, these are all weather vanes, right? They are just pointing the direction that the wind is going. Then it is at least reassuring if they, if it turns out the wind is pointing in the direction that you want. Sure. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't want to give Gillette credits exactly, but I do find it reassuring that they're sort of running the numbers and going, you know what, actually, this is what we're going to go with. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point, you know, and and acts doing that same thing because yeah, I I remember those you know just hyper masculine, hyper sexualized uh, ad campaigns of of yesteryear, uh, whereas you know the ads that they're coming out with now, like they actually feel kind of good. It's like oh okay, maybe society is moving in a direction where you know I don't know where like a guy in a wheelchair actually makes an appearance in a commercial. You know that's that's a substantive read at least on on some sort of of positive you know forward momentum i think even if their even if their motivations for doing that are 100 percent cynical and profit oriented yeah i i think that's right and i find that aspect of it reassuring i i think there are other places you can point to where it's it gets quite hypocritical right so so um Axe body spray does actually exist in the UK. It's called Lynx instead for oh, some right. reason, but um, <laughs> yeah, but it's the same thing. And we had the same adverts, you know, different people in them, but it's the same same idea. And uh, you know, at the same time that that was going on, of course, Lynx, also known as Axe, and w- was owned by Unilever, which at the same time owns. Uh, Dove, which was making uh, its, you know, its real beauty campaign. Oh, sure, yeah. So so you have this same company on one hand saying to men, you know, use this deodorant and you'll be chased off cliffs by hordes of women, was one British variant. And at the same time, they're saying, oh, no, you women, you know, you're you're beautiful just the way you are. So, yeah, like I said, (laughs) it's not... it, it, It is... It is just what they think will sell better. It's it's you don't want to be giving them credits. I think. Well, to uh, to to move on to another topic, um, I wondered what you two thought of our first uh, mental health check in Tuesday. Yeah, uh, I didn't get a chance to dig too deep into it, but uh, one of our other fellow mods, uh, Tis, I cannot. For the life of me, pronounce their name. God damn it. T- t- um, Chizerwat. 
Yeah. That's how I um, said it. <laughs> they, men- uh, they mentioned that it would probably be helpful if uh, we may share that there are people actually, you know, responding to these checkups. Uh, otherwise, it would seem like, you know, the users are just like shouting into the void. You know, it needs to it needs to be made clear that people are actually listening to them bend and listening to them uh, talk about their problems just to know that there's somebody there. Yeah, that's that's a really good point, because we would hate to have it almost work in the in the opposite direction from from the intention, right, that, you know, we want you to check in, but then nobody has your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So, yeah, users, I think uh, if you're, you know. If you're hanging out on Men's Lib, maybe check out that thread. And even if you don't feel like checking in, uh, I think I think it actually would be uh, quite a quite a nice thing if we had more people. And, and I'm kind of going through the thread here and seeing that um, most of the people who who were voicing that they were they were going through something difficult did have people uh, replying to them. But um, you know, I, I think we can we can work on on making sure that that's as good as it it can possibly be. Yeah. I think my takeaway was also that um, I need to be more careful when I configure moderate configure auto mods because that had to be posted manually because I screwed it up and it didn't show up at the time it was supposed to. Right. So the next one will actually be working properly. <laughs> um, and actually, the 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 mod who who posted it for us, um, Sour Patch Kid. Uh, every, he's responding quite a lot of the time and that's probably because the comments are going into his inbox so oh, right. we'll have to keep a close eye on it um, next week to see if the rate of response is actually keeping up because you know, next week there won't be someone being notified every time someone leaves a comment yeah good point True. well I think it's a it, I, it, it looked like we had some pretty good engagement on that post um, people you know, people were checking in on their mental health, but also just reflecting that they're glad that we have this feature. Um, so hopefully that will continue to, you know, grow and be a positive thing for our members. Yeah. It's nice to, for that to be there than not, even if the engagement isn't the level that we want it to be. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Well, fellas, I think we're, uh, we're kind of coming up on the end here. Uh, did we have any particularly good... Um, Let's call it fan mail. Uh, so I think you did, right, Bray? I I did this week. Uh, although I wanted to, act, I didn't want to go to any this week. I wanted to go to one that actually stuck to me, and I received it a year ago, and I finally found it, despite the fact that Reddit doesn't have a fucking search feature. <laughs> damn it. Um, uh, but yeah, it was. It originally started off as someone um, who reached out to me and saying that they were getting uh, harassed by this one this one user who has a particular habit of telling our female uh, subscribers to leave the subreddit or something like that. You know, no girls allowed type guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And yeah, and I I'd already told her that. Um, and we already banned him for that specific reason. So I was real... so angry when when he, when I found out he'd been doing that. I don't get angry at users often, but that really pissed me <laughs> oh, off. God, oh say. god! <laughs> yeah, like that's that's like you you want people to like 
listen to your issues. So you're the last thing you want is to literally tell them to go away. Right. Um, and also, there's, um, there's, 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 there's some amount of cheek involved in like gatekeeping a thing that you don't actually run. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Like, yeah. You, 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 you're, you don't run this place. We banned you ages ago. Right. This is not your subreddit anymore. So please go away. But yeah, after, after I told her that, you know, her overall option is to block them, uh, she responded with, uh, uh, with the following, um, uh, thanks for all your great work on men's lib. I was seriously considering giving up on Reddit for a while. Uh, Princess, I joined less than a year ago when I was bored and stuck in a hospital recurring from surgery because of all this uh, misogyny in, in any d- discussion of gender issues. And finding this sub is one of the things that kept me around. You guys give me hope. That's lovely. See, hear yeah. that, admins? You kept a customer. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so respond to our reports, please. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, please, a little bit more support <laughs> yeah, on our end. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Actually do something and help us out. Thanks. That'd be great. <laughs> oh dear, that's that's mental health mental health check-in for the mods right. starting to starting to oh, yes. there, isn't it? <laughs> uh, there was one uh there was one piece of uh some funny hate mail that, that somebody mentioned right before we started recording. What was that one? Oh, um uh, I think I think I had that one. I know it was just it was a bit of a, a it was I don't even remember what the context of this was. I think I think someone acknowledged at some point that, that women have problems. Well, that's, and, that's and what's that great was... about our hate mail, right? It's like, <laughs> you don't even need the context most of the time. Yeah, yeah. So so the, the, the actual phrase I have it written down here was, giving up on even the pretext of being a men's sub, men's lib is now full-on white knight fanfic. So... We're not even full white knights. We're just someone else's author <laughs> insert. White... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, we're we're larping. You know, we've been we're larping as white knights. I'll have you know that I work really hard to be a full on white knight. Thank you, <laughs> white knight, white knight paladin, if I will. <laughs> um, and I've always preferred warlocks in uh, in D anD. d That's sure. my my go to class. <laughs> Yeah, I'm more of a more of a social justice bard myself. <laughs> See, I wanted to do that, but my singing voice is just too bad. It was it was dealing psychic damage. <laughs> well, all right, fellas, I think that's uh, I think that's about all the time we have on this episode. So, um, thank you, Delta Baryon, and thank you, Bree Shark, for joining up with this episode two. No problem. Yeah, thanks very much. I, I think that this project is is really rolling along the way that we we had hoped for. So, um, if you're listening to the podcast and you're not as familiar with Men's Lib, please do come and join us on the Men's Lib subreddit and join the discussion. Uh, and you can also follow yes. us on Twitter at Men's Lib Reddit. And a quick production note: we are going to get a little Patreon going. Um, mainly to help us with uh, with hosting costs, but also hopefully to reimburse um, a couple of the, you know the, the folks who take the time out to to help create this for you. So um, we'll be posting about that, and if you have a buck to spare, we certainly would appreciate the support. Um, but there, but only if you have it to spare. Only only if you have it to spare, and 
you know, we, we did promise the admins that this will not influence the way that we moderate the subreddit at all. There, there won't be special privileges for people who, who decide to, to support the show, but um, we will be grateful for, for any support. So we'll be posting about that too. I'll, I'll get that up uh, in time for this episode to come out. So um, I think that's Don't it. worry, George Soros plays us plenty. <laughs> right. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, we wish, right? <laughs> Really, because all of my checks are signed to Ellen Powell. Is that is that what you're saying? <laughs> Mine are usually addressed cuck. I don't know why. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Men's Lib Modcast, and we will see you again next week. Bye, then. All right, peace.